0: This is episode 45 of First World Philippines with Rebecca Bustamante. Mabuhay and welcome to the Best of You podcast, the home of inspiration for Filipinos around the world. Here's another inspiring interview designed to help you grow, impact, and become the best version of yourself.
1: Is someone getting Hey guys, this is Mike, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm so grateful that you're making time to listen to our podcast, and I am so honored to have a special guest with you today. Rebecca Bustamante. Wow. That was the reaction of myself after I finished this interview. Amazing. What a woman. What an amazing example of what's possible. I told Rebecca after the interview, she is. I've never... met someone who's so intentional um, with her life, so intentional of making a change, a dramatic change in her own life, and also, and so beautifully, uh, wanting to make a difference to her home country. And she has really inspired me beyond this episode. Um, The word First World Philippines, I really credit Rebecca with making that visible, more clear to me than it's ever been that number one, it's possible in our lifetime and Rebecca is very intentional about this. So she is a former domestic helper turned CEO and she has an amazing journey, an amazing story, so much to learn from Rebecca, so no more uh, delays from my side. This is an amazing interview and I'm really excited to get your feedback. Okay, enough from me, let's start this interview. Thank you. So Rebecca, Thank you so much for making time for our listeners today and making time for me. This, uh, I know you've got a, we've got a short window here to share some of your thoughts, so I really, really appreciate you making time for our listeners.
2: Well, thank you for inviting me, Mike. I really uh, appreciate it.
1: My honor. My pleasure. So let me start with a question about gratitude. So this morning, as in how you woke up this morning, what are you most grateful for right now?
2: For another opportunity that God given me. Another opportunity to inspire me. Another opportunity to do me unlimited things. Not only spending time for my family, my children, calling my brother, my sisters, but really making a difference. Mm. Like meeting you <laughs> and doing more uh, for Philippines, and I think that's what I'm grateful for. Oh, beautiful.
1: So, Rebecca, especially Asia CEO, the. Um, movement that you're a big driver behind, has received a lot of compliments, but personally to you, is there a compliment that you've received, maybe this year, that has really meant a lot to you?
2: We receive a lot of good message from the sponsors, from the winners, from even nominees and finalists that they're so grateful for these HSC awards because it's an opportunity to really inspire the leaders the achievers and showing the world how great Filipinos are mm. and of course showing the the world that Philippines is really an, a good country to be with, not only in business but it's fun or staying with, yeah. like you, right? Of course, <laughs> that's why I'm here, more fun in the Philippines.
1: <laughs> so is there a particular quote that inspires you the most on your life journey that, um, that you want to share with our listeners?
2: Since I was a kid, um, the one thing that I always remember, uh, no man is an island, Mm. means you got to work with everybody. It's not about yourself, but for people. Mm. Not only for your family, but for everybody. And I think that's what I always remember Mm. that drives me.
1: Looking back at your... And we'll get into your story throughout the interview. What do you think is the best change you've ever made in your life?
2: By really accepting who I am and also understanding the purpose of life. Mm. My 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 vision who is or the meaning of Rebecca Bustamante, who is she? Mm. That really changed me. Wow. Because since I was a kid, I know my 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 passion, my vision, the purpose of Rebecca is to really help her family. Mm. Especially the her parents And brothers and sisters yeah and that's what made me Mm. because of them I am who I am Mm. for today
1: so there's a question that I usually ask at the end of the interview but I actually want to bring it forward because it was part of our conversation this morning and about your vision for this country so I and it made me smile a lot because we I guess we have a shared vision but you Rebecca you've got more clarity than me yeah so maybe just now, because I think our listeners, and I, I've learned so much from it, can you share your vision for this country and why?
2: Well, um, coming back, uh, from working abroad, being OFW, coming back here, because we really believe that Philippines, uh, we need to do something for our country. So through that, um, we started promoting Philippines uh, through HSEO Forum. So can can I explain first what is HSCO Forum? Yeah. HSCO Forum is... Uh, um, it's a regular event, monthly event, to really encourage investors to invest in Philippines to give jobs to, pay, to many. That's why if you can see uh, BPO, we are number one in the Southeast Asia, or in yep. the world, yep. because we have the talents, we have the people. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you can see also online that, um, or it's a use that manufacturing coming in, Okay, tourism coming in. So, the, the because we have the vision of making Philippines as The business hub of Asia and the longest vision is to make Philippines a first world on or before 2050. I know each is busy said that 2050 Philippines will be first world, but our target is 2030.
1: 2030. Two, zero,
2: zero. Correct, 2030. Oh. And I know each and every one of us, when we work together hands in hands, we can make it happen.
1: Wow. Now, let's uh, first of all, I, I'm a believer, I believe it's possible. What's your message when you meet people, when you share that, and when they say, Rebecca, Rebecca, that's not realistic. That's not possible. How do you respond to that?
2: What I always said, believe, or how can I say? I always said, are you happy where we are now? Mm. They said no. So what we should do to make the change? Mm. What can we do to make that vision reality? Mm. Number one, believing in yourself. Do you believe in yourself? Yes. Can we do the action? Say yes. Okay, by doing that, so why don't we hold hands by hands, helping one another in order to reach that vision? Mm. What do you think? Is it, is it? <laughs> yes, we can. Let's run. Let's fly. Woo-hoo. That's what we do. Yes. And fantastic. Mm. And I believe Filipinos are great people. Mm. I know there's some news outside that you see, but they only see the negative thing. But let's focus on the positive. Yeah. So many positive things happening in Philippines. Every single day. Especially for the OFWs. I encourage them to come back because in Philippines, we are booming right now. Mm. But it depends how you look at it. But for me, I look at it that it's really a springtime. We're growing, leaves are coming out, business coming out, and that's how it is. But again, where you want to go? Because me, I see it growing tremendously.
1: Yeah.
2: In industry, in industry.
1: What, in terms of, and I guess we'll, we'll talk more about the growth of the Philippines and where you're excited. I guess turning to you on your journey, if you look at the advice you received, what is the best advice you have ever received?
2: Um, advice from. Like... Whether
1: it be from a mentor, a parent, or. Um, especially when you talk about change. You talked about accepting who you are and um, understanding your purpose. How did that come about? Can you take us to that point where you got to that mindset? And, well, from your story, which I hope you shared, how you started to fanatically develop yourself and grow
2: yeah. as a person. Well, to go back when I was a kid because of difficulty of life, I always wanted to, to really help. Mm. And also, of course, I had the vision to someday be successful in order to help uh, the family. Mm. So, I had the opportunity to work in Singapore as a domestic helper. Yeah. Okay, and I'm proud to be a domestic helper because that's a stepping stone to go to the next level in my, in my life in order to help my, my family back home. When I was in Singapore, I had the opportunity to pursue my education and at the same time reading a lot of books. So the one book that really changed me called it Stop Worrying and it Start Living and the author was uh, Dale Carnegie. Mm. And that changed my life 360 degrees because I focus more on acceptance, accepting who you are. Um, don't focus on worrying because worrying make you um, throw those um, challenges, I call the challenges that you experience in life, that make you strong, you become more understanding it opens your mind so that's when the innovation keeps coming in so instead of accepting that as a problem, mm. but accept that as an opportunity to go to the next level in your life mm. so that's how I change when I read that book and that's how I apply that so I read that not only 10 times after reading that book another book again that I read called um by um now i can't remember think and grow rich think and grow is it yeah. um napoleon hill yeah, napoleon yeah Hill. through that book again it taught me so many things again about life's journey how to work hard how to empower yourself and also others mm. and it was beautiful those two books that really changed me a lot in terms of people i never had someone who's more successful that i'm meeting when i was in singapore yeah. So I only focus with those books yeah. Until I pursue my career to Canada To mm-hmm. Toronto Because again, I, have, I always set my goals yeah. I said being a domestic helper for four years yeah. After four years, I need to move on So the opportunity was Canada So I left at Singapore uh, after three and a half years So before I reached my four years I hit my deadline yeah. Fantastic,
1: right?
2: <laughs> so reach Toronto, I work as a nanny so again, my target to work na- as a nanny for two years because that's how you get your, your documents. Yes. So at 18 months, I got again my, uh, my papers. So means I'm able to start my own business in two years in Canada. Fantastic. But while working as a nanny, I pursue my education again, and also I did a lot of learning, at, uh, um, attending a lot of seminars, training, and at the same time, I really learned sales because I love sales. So I, uh, my part-time job is really selling kitchen wares. Okay? Okay. So that's where I made good money. Mm-hmm. Not only learning, developing myself, but yeah. connecting with the right people, learning their, their experiences, how to be like them. Yeah. What are the things that I need to do to avoid in order to, to uh, faster, fasten my, my um, success, my success. So that's what I did and um i'm i'm so happy that true canada experiences that brought me back uh, in philippines mm. so why i came back to philippines again to really make the change yeah. make the change and that's my my purpose same thing with my husband mm. and of course my kids were young then i we also want our children to learn what is their parents came from the mother came from who it is the uh, philippine culture what is philippine culture mm. and they're happy Mm. and we are all happy being here Mm. and of course we're focusing on that last journey which is making Philippines first world. That helps?
1: I love it. (laughs) 2030.
2: 2030, yes.
1: In our lifetime. Correct. Let's let's talk about the definition of success and I'm sure especially in your world you and there's a lot of misconceptions of what that definition is and you (laughs) talked about this over breakfast this morning with me so I wanna I really learned a lot from this. I enjoy this. Can you so share your definition of success?
2: For me, definition of success really making the difference. Yeah. It's not about money, it's not about material things, but how you inspire people. How can you help? Mm. How can you touch them?
0: Mm. What can
2: you do for them? And I think that's a definition of success for me. Mm. Yeah. I don't believe in money. I don't believe in material things. But we need that to survive. Yeah. Yeah, And that's what we do. Excellent. Mm.
1: So now I want to turn the conversation on something all of us struggle with, including me on a daily basis, and that's adversity, setbacks. And you talked earlier about how the challenges make you strong. But from your personal experience, can you tell us about maybe a setback in your life that you became even stronger from that, how you overcame.
2: You know, to to look back since I was a kid, I gone through so many setbacks, because when you're young, you don't have self confidence. People call you names. How you feel? Mm. And also, uh, being a girl that you were molested, mm. and that was hard. That was hard, and you don't understand what it is. Mm. How you overpass that? Mm. When your father always drunk, mm. how that was hard. Mm. Your brothers drunk also. How you, you see your mother keep waking up in the morning to, to make money, to feed the family. Mm. How you feel? Like you seeing your brothers and sisters that no food to eat, no milk. Those are all setbacks. Mm. And on top of that, what you should do? Mm. So my focus then, or my focus was really to, to help. So I did not focus on all those things, the negativity, but more on what can I do, mm. and that's what I did. Mm. Okay, Working in Singapore, again, as a domestic helper, how we were treated that time, mm. being domestic helper, not good, mm. but again, I did not focus on that. Focus more on how can I help my employer, Yeah. How can I help the children? And on top of that, okay, how can I help my family? Mm. See, so if your focus is on how to help, not on how you feel, what people say about you, you know what, you will do good. Mm. Same thing in Canada, when I reach Canada, there's a lot of challenges again, there's a lot of sitbacks, especially when I'm carrying two suitcases, selling pants and pants, people looking at me, are you crazy? Mm. you are wearing all these winter clothes and carrying a small girl carrying two suitcases because you want to make money how you handle that Mm. people laugh at you Mm. and I said it's okay because I know where I'm going I have a vision I have goals and you know what I I can tell you that those people who put me down before and where I am now totally different I'm not upset with them Mm. I'm not putting them down but more it's a learning to share that never never put down others Mm. but more on lift them help them understand them Mm. because you never know someday the positions reverse Mm. and that's my life journey
1: Wow. so this is powerful Rebecca and I want to specifically you to talk to people that maybe listen to this and maybe they are potentially trying to pursue a dream, but the discouragement that they're getting is from the ones they love the most. Yes. Whether that be their own family yes. or partners that are discouraging them, yes. um, know whatever form of, that will take. Can you talk to them right now? How, what advice would you give to that young person who is um, getting that discouragement right now from those they love?
2: Yeah. I experience those things, but wh- how I handle the situation before more on believing on yourself that that's the right thing for you mm. once you understand share that to that person who put you down to your family and said that give you the opportunity to to excel to that and understand them why they're saying that when you understand why they're saying that and then that keep you going for instance um, how I developed myself I um, I attended this training course called I know you don't believe in this maybe it's Scientology Okay. Uh, when I was in Toronto, because I really want to understand human mind, mm. so I said, "Why people say that to me? Why people say this?" And so I want to understand why. Mm. So through that kind of learning teaching, the reason why they're saying that to you because there's something bothering them. Mm. For instance, I will use my children sometimes when they come home and they they have bad behavior. So I said, "Anak, are you okay? Is, is school okay with you? Are, is it?" your friends bothering you even though they're saying bad things to me Mm. but I connect with them Mm. so I said is there something bothering you because if that person nothing bothering them they won't say that to you Mm. so you come now to understand Mm. your family your friends why they're saying those things instead of getting upset to them that's Mm. how you connect that's how you build that relationship Mm and that's what I should and that's what I did Mm. and now I could say that I have very good relationship with my whole family with my brothers and sisters we bond so closely Mm. I could even though we don't have parents and we're 11 in the family Mm. yeah because through that understanding and acceptance Mm. and then when you start that then go and fly high Mm. can we we talk about
1: forgiveness and the power of forgiveness yes and I guess there's a lot of people, I'm perhaps even myself, there's elements of this, where I'm holding on to a wound in the past. Yes. And that's actually, because I'm holding on to it, it's it's prohibiting my growth.
2: Yes, correct. So, so
1: from you can sh- share
2: if your experience yes.
1: or people that you've observed. Yeah. Tell us about the power of forgiveness.
2: Yeah. I've gone through a lot of pains in my life, either, as you said, family, friends, But that's when I ask the acceptance, Mm. okay, acceptance is very important and also forgiving. We are not perfect. We are human. So if somebody hurts you, I normally go and speak to that person. And I said, why is there something I've done to hurt you? Mm. And I said, yes, can you share it with me? Mm. And then I said, I'm sorry. And then explain why and that's called forgiveness mm-hmm. and letting go. If that person don't even want to talk to you when you said, can we met, to, to connect to that person, they said, "said no, I'm not interested or I'm, I'm busy. That's okay. As long as you release that tension, you release that pain, mm-hmm. and then move on to the next. As long as you, you let it go, you let it out, and you know that you learn from it, and don't do it again, mm. okay? And that's how you can move on. Mm. And stop thinking the negative thing, but think on what you learn from the situation. Yeah. Yeah, okay? And I think that's how it is. Because me, I'm also human, I can't draw even in our business. Sometimes they're disappointed. So I make sure to go and face that situation. Don't run away from it, don't hide from it, but face that situation as soon as possible, then move on. Mm. Either they forgive you or not, move on. Mm. And that's how I handle it. And I think that's how they should or you should also. Mm.
1: So Rebecca, you've been um, an OFW for how many years? The total. Three and
2: a half years in Singapore. Singapore. Two years in Canada. Canada, but. I've been. I live in Canada for ten years.
1: Fourteen years after. Yeah, okay.
2: so more than fifteen years. You okay,
1: say. so you've been a long time at OFW, mm-hmm. and of course, you grew in the, up in the provinces. Yes. So in Manila, yeah. let's call it away from where you started. So I want I, where I'm asking this question is, there's a, including myself here. I, I'm, I didn't. I wasn't born in the Philippines. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. born in Ireland, mm-hmm. and I've been ten years out outside of the island. But there's a lot of. I wanted to target not just our OFWs that are listening but people maybe that are in the metro area but working away from where their families or where they started and maybe are suffering from let's call it loneliness for want of a better word. As as an OFW has that happened to you? Of course. And how... So
2: big. So much. You know um, I'll share with you when I left I was... 19 years old. Mm. My youngest brother was six years old. Imagine li- my four of them my next sister to me next sister, she's, she was I think third year high school then another second year high school then my other sister nine years old and then six years old like that was painful. That was hard because how are going to survive? How did my father always drunk you know no proper job and We'll be looking after them. We don't have matter. That was it. Then going to Singapore, I don't know anybody. It's my first time to go abroad. I never ride in an airplane. That was tough. That was so lonely. So as soon as I reach there, you miss them. You miss them so much. Mm-hmm. But then every time you talk to them, they're asking for money because they need money. So that's more lonely loneliness, right? And I don't have day off. I had one day off a month, but then I cannot go out because I used that day off to pursue my education. So how I handle that more on really focus on what can I do to go to the next level in my career. So instead of crying, thinking about that, more on thinking on focusing on what you should do to help them better, to better your family, how to help your family, how to help yourself, what you should do to go ne- to go next level in your in your career, mm. focus, and use that steps instead of thinking the bad thing, mm. and that's how I overcome my loneliness.
1: I love it. I, on a personal level, I thought I was suffering from loneliness when I, when I lived in Africa. But actually, my realization was I wasn't able to manage my own mind. So it was, I wasn't able to manage self, my thoughts.
2: Yes. Yeah. yes, because it's so important to really manage yourself, manage your mind, yeah. not let your mind manage you. Yes. Because if your mind manage you, oh my God, that will be hard. <clears throat> and I always um, share that also to my children. So that mm. Anak with my son, um, you make sure that you're always in charge of your life. You control your mind, your feelings, your emotions, Mm. so that your emotions, don't let that emotions control you. Especially sometimes you're out. Maybe you sip a little bit, somebody say a bad thing to you. But imagine if that emotions, because somebody put you down, you punch, Mm. what happened to you in that moment? Mm. So you make sure to control that emotion. Mm. Be smart, be intelligent, Mm. and move on, run away.
1: Mm. Is there something about Rebecca that most people don't know that you would like to share with us?
2: What I think, me, maybe the thing that I could say, the personal life, Mm. I only talk to my husband Mm. because my husband is my best friend and my best partner. Mm. So everything happening to me, he knows. Mm. And also, my youngest brothers and sisters, they're my best friends. So we connect so much. So other than that, all my children knows everything about me too. But other than that, uh, we didn't really mm. bring it out. We keep it within us. I, no, I think. like
1: that. So uh, we're coming to the end of the, our time. I don't respect that you have another appointment. So I really appreciate that you I've got this window with you. But maybe I could ask one final question. Mm-hmm. But before I ask that question, I want to acknowledge you, Rebecca. This is the first time i am meeting you. I heard about you for over a year now, and I think what impresses me the most—you are so intentional, so intentional, so driven—and your passion is is contagious. It truly is, <laughs> and so I hope this will not be the last time. And hope many, many more times I'll get to spend in your company because you are an absolute a blessing. And from our earlier conversation, this is about action. This is about in the, in our lifetimes, two thousand and thirty, which I hope both of us will still be here. Yes. That this. Beautiful exactly. country will become a developed, a first world country.
2: Yeah, yeah, I I believe strongly, and I know that if an each and every one of us doing that action, not just thinking, not just wishing, but doing the little little things, mm. you know what? It can be done. Especially when you go to provinces and you can see these children, you can see their eagerness to be successful to to learn. My God, you have heart of said, what am I doing? We could do more, we could do more. Mm. So that really inspires us so much. Not only me, not only my husband, not only my children, but all our friends, all the people that we're meeting, look at you now, right? <laughs> so we, we all have that heart. So if that happened in Philippines, that will really continue around the world.
1: Mm. And the potential of this country?
2: Very big. And I could say that we are, remember that... Um, four seasons that I mentioned to you. Tell me. We have yeah. summer. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It starts with winter, spring, fall. Oh, no. Is that correct? Now I get winter, <laughs> winter, spring, summer, summer, fall. Yeah. So right now we are in the winter season. Win- uh, no, no, no. I mean uh, spring season. Spring means we are bursting of a lot of opportunities, especially of this ASEAN integration, a lot of these businesses coming in, a lot of people can come in, so the opportunity is unlimited. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of OFWs, you're welcome to come home and bring business here, be entrepreneur, start your business, and the potential is here, but it's up to you if you believe it. If you believe it, yes you can, because I could say that unlimited potential happening in philippines right now so let's go let's fly let's do it let's run and you know what 2030 philippines will be first world hey Hey. Hey.
1: thank you so much rebecca and until next time thank you god bless you and there you have it guys an absolute amazing interview with rebecca so powerful and let me well so much to reflect on but i'll focus on one thing 2030 do you believe it do you believe it's possible rebecca does rebecca really does believe it's possible that the philippines will be a first world country in 2030 wow do you believe it's possible let us know give us feedback so excited to hear what you think and how this interview has impacted you god bless you and more of this to come
0: for more inspiring interviews and motivational messages, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll get the latest episodes in your mobile devices. You can also go to basavi.ph and subscribe to our mailing list and get weekly updates and messages. You can also connect with us by following us on facebook.com/basavi.ph on Twitter at bestview_ph underscore ph or Instagram at bestview.ph, and you can also subscribe to us on YouTube for weekly Minute with Mike videos.